Prince Albert Juniors, I went to Birchfield Road Secondary Modern in Perry Bar. Funnily enough, the only thing I got gold stars for at Birchfield Road was heavy metalwork. I suppose that was because my dad was a toolmaker and it came naturally to me. My favourite prank in heavy metalwork was to get a penny and spend three or four minutes making it really hot with a blowtorch and then leave it on Mr Lane's desk so that he'd see it and pick it up out of curiosity. First you'd hear, Wah! Then, Osborne, you little bastard! Ah, <laughs> oh, the old up penny trick. Priceless, man. I got bullied for a while when I was younger. Eventually I worked out a way to get around the bullies. I found the biggest kid in the playground and clowned around until I made him laugh. The bullies left me well alone once we became pals. One kid at school who never beat me up was Tony Iommi. He was in the year above me, and everyone knew him because he could play the guitar. He was incredible. Just one of those naturally talented guys. It didn't take me long to realise that my folks had less dough than most other families. We certainly weren't having holidays in Mallorca every summer, not with six little Osbournes to clothe and feed. I never even saw the sea until I was 14. There were other ways I could tell we were skint, like the squares of newspaper we had to use instead of toilet roll and the fact that my mum never bought me underwear. It's not that life at 14 Lodge Road was bad, but it was hardly fucking domestic bliss either. My mother was no Delia Smith for a start. One time my mum made me some boiled egg sandwiches for a packed lunch. I opened up the bread and there was cigarette ash and bits of shell in it. Cheers, Mum. I wasn't exactly a Romeo at school. Most chicks thought I was insane. But I remember when I got my merienda away for the first time. I was at a dance in a pub in Aston. There was an older girl there and she danced with me for a bit. Then she took me back to her parents' house and shagged the shit out of me all night. So the next day, I went running back to her house like a dog sniffing around the old pole again. But she just blurted out, What the fuck do you want? Well, how about another shag? Fuck off! That was the end of our beautiful romance. I was 15 when I left school, and what did I get to show for my 10 years in the British education system? Nothing. Not a single qualification. I decided on plumbing because at least it was a trade. I didn't realise that plumbers worked their arses off in the middle of winter when all the pipes burst, so you spend most of your time bending over a manhole when it's minus five degrees, freezing your fucking nutsack off. I didn't last a week. My next job was at an industrial plant which made car parts and I was in charge of a big fucking degreasing machine. You'd get baskets full of bits, rods, springs, levers, whatever, and you'd drop them into this vat of bubbling chemicals which cleaned them. There was a sign on top of the machine which said, Extreme hazard. Protective mass must be worn at all times. Never lean over the tank. I remember asking what was in the vat and someone told me it was methylene chloride. I thought to myself, hmm, I wonder if you can get a buzz off that stuff. So one day, I pull down my mask and lean over the tank, just for a second, and I go, whoa, it was like sniffing glue. Time's a fucking hundred. So every morning, I started taking a whiff of the old degreasing machine. It was a lot cheaper than going down the pub. Then I started doing it twice a day. Then every five fucking minutes... They found me slumped over the tank, passed out. Get him an ambulance, said the supervisor, and don't ever let that idiot back in this place again. 
My mum talked to her bosses and sorted me out with a job at the Lucas factory where she could keep an eye on me. You're going to be a trained car horn tuner, she said. My heart sank. Nine hundred a day. That's how many car horns they wanted tuned. They kept count because every time you did one you clicked a button. There were five of us in the room, so that's five car horns burping and beeping and booping all at the same time from eight in the morning until five in the afternoon. You came out of that fucking place with your ears ringing so loud you couldn't hear yourself think. But after a couple of hours of listening to that fucking din, I was starting to go insane. So I started to click the button twice for every horn I did, thinking I could knock off early. When I realised I was getting away with it, I started to click three times. Then four. Then five. Then this angry voice comes over the tannoy. Osborne, supervisor's office.